Hi, everybody. Welcome to No Story is Sacred. If you've never listened before, basically we're four siblings who grew up talking about the art of storytelling. Now that we're adults, we're still talking about it, and I'm inviting you to join the conversation. I'm Pippin, and I fight for the people. I'm Alex, and the basics of all, all uh, sword arts are, are just the pointy end goes into the other man. And really, that's all you really need to know. That Counterpoint, slashing weapons. Counterpoint, Ooh. whoa! <laughs> Counterpoint, swords are cool. <laughs> um, I'm Cat, and he was vigorous, very vigorous. <laughs> and I'm Brendan, and I have a fixation of just carving my initials into every damn thing. <laughs> Flaming B on the hillside. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never know it was me. <laughs> the art of subtlety. Subtlety is not. Either of the Zoro strong points, I gotta say. Oh man, uh, <laughs> you have to be sly. They like say, a, like the fox, <laughs> as they no. go like just randomly fucking everywhere. But to, anyway, <laughs> no, to no. be fair, yes, Beth. <laughs> Let me get through this. <laughs> Give me this. We'll have all episode to talk about how big of failures they both are. Um, <laughs> they so are! So, so in case, in case you didn't know, today we're talking about the 1998 movie, The Mask of Zorro. So spoilers abound. If you want specific content warnings about things we may talk about, check out the show notes on nostoryissacred.com. For those of you who've never watched The Mask of Zorro, the summary according to Google is, after being imprisoned for 20 years, Zorro, Don Diego de la Vega, receives word that his old enemy, Don Rafael Montero, has returned. Don Diego escapes and returns to his old headquarters, where he trains aimless... <laughs> where he trains aimless drunk Alejandro Morietta to be his successor. Meanwhile, Montero, who has secretly raised Diego's daughter Elena as his own, hatches a plot to rob California of its gold. Well, not really California. Well, I would say rob Santa Ana. I mean, they're in California. That's true. And really... It's just a plot to rob California, kinda? Either way, California's not gonna have that gold in the end. That's true. And Santa Very Ana's true. gonna break even on gold, even though he doesn't know it. And, uh, you know, Don Pedro, Pedro? Don Diego? Diego. Don Diego. R- Rafael. Yes. Uh, oh, wait, no, no, Don Diego is Zorro, Don Rafael, yeah, Montero. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Don, Don Pedro is in there somewhere, though. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, Don Rafael uh, is is um, is stealing not just gold but people's lives. Dun, dun, dun. He's and, not a good guy. And the show. <laughs> well, except for the part where he seems to be genuinely interested in making sure kids are okay. <laughs> no, the kids in the mine, though. Not the kids. That, well, they're not really people, are they? Dun dun dun. Womp. So, yeah, the mask of Zora, you guys. Uh. Uh, just to kind of get out of the way, so that way, like, if I accidentally make oblique references to it, like, conveniently enough, uh, a YouTuber actually just recently released a video about it, like, this week. Oh, <laughs> shit. Ah, timing. Yeah. Uh, so, so if I accidentally make references to that or whatever, apologies, but, you know, <laughs> 
creative arts. That's just the the way it works sometimes. The nature of the beast. (laughs) Yep. Oh, I I also want to point out early on that uh, Zorro actually was a long running TV show in like the 30s. And I think he might have had some movies based off of that. I think he was a radio show, wasn't it? It's possible. Because TV isn't in the 30s. I'm just going to point that out. You know what? I don't need this. <laughs> but cur- courtesy of that YouTube video, like, uh, I learned that one of the retellings of Batman, like, instead of the uh, Deflator Mouse, uh, they were coming out from, like, uh, the last Zorro movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Batman is a direct fucking, yeah. <laughs> like, there's a straight line. Uh, oh, you can say a straight line from, Scarlet Pimpernel to Zorro. His first masked hero? Indeed. Written by a woman. That dem-delusive uh, Pimpernel? Indeed. Dem-delusive Pimpernel. But he wore Dem-de- a mask. He was uh, wealthy. He fought for the people. I mean, granted, the people were other nobles, but whatever. And then you have uh, uh, Don De La Vega, uh, who is um, uh, uh, also wealthy, uh, but he's fighting for the common folk. Uh, also hey. wears a mask. Um, and then we have Batman. Who is uh well wears a mask and fights for his get not really for the people of Gotham, I would say, but against the crazy criminals. Uh, yeah. Th- depends on your interpretation of which Batman you get. True, true. I will always stand up for the glory that is animated Batman. Batman the animated series from yes. the 90s i think it was but we i can't be trusted with dates we know this <laughs> um anyway i i brought that up to point out to people who like know the tv series and stuff that i don't and <laughs> and nipping this in the bud i don't intend to wow <laughs> i'm sure it's great but there are other things for, other it was things incredibly for popular yeah yeah well, and reasonably so. I mean, people like Robin Hood types. Yeah, there's a reason it's a classic. Oh, shit, Robin Hood! <laughs> Fuck! Robin Hood, Scarlet Pimpernel. Robin Hood didn't have a mask, but he was wealthy and worked for the people. Yeah. Well, he was he was really working for or, uh, for the king who was currently away on a crusade. True. I mean, that's a good point. It's a good point. But he gave to the poor, which is yeah. something more than, like, Batman or Zorro do, just saying. I mean, I mean it's entirely <laughs> possible that Bruce Wayne uh, donates to public works. Or oh, I'm sure he, he does. does. in the animated yeah. series. See, what I'm getting from this is not that I'm going to watch Zorro, it's I'm going to watch Batman the Animated Series. And that would be <laughs> a wise move. No, that's how I keep uh, specifying Batman the Animated Series. Because if you just say, the animated Batman, that opens a wide net. <laughs> <laughs> but like man so so let's 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 focus here let's focus back on Zorro. um the back on Zorro. Zorro. One, one one thing that uh the the uh video i had watched uh pointed out and it's very true is that this is a really well done reboot mm-hmm. essentially but also is like a passing of a torch story mm. but like yep. you're still acknowledging the character from the past, but now it's like, we're, we're moving on. This is, this is the modern Zorro. Well, not just that, but also it gets around having to, um, prove the heroness or heroicness of, of Zorro. You're, you're doing an end run around that. You're entering a world where he's already established as the greatest ever. 
you don't have to prove anything. He's um, legendary. Yeah, exactly. He said so himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so y- you get to enter a world that's already established. Um, as opposed to spending all you, t- like, as- as- instead of spending your time on an origin story. This is also an origin story, but it's not as annoying as one. It's not the origin of Zorro as the concept goes. It's like, okay, somebody else has to take up the mantle. What's their origin? Well, you know who else did this recently really well? Hmm. Spider-Verse. <gasps> <gasps> but here's the other thing. What's up, danger? <laughs> well, because here's the thing. Because mm-hmm. it's similar in that we have... Uh, an established hero. Yep. We don't dwell on the origin of Spider-Man for the fourth time in a row. Fuck we no. don't need that. Instead, we have that known trope and power set, and we have a new character assuming the mantle. Well, there's not just that. In addition, um, I mean, look at the setup, right? In Spider-Verse, Aunt May and his, like, secret Spider-Den already exists. You don't have to put in effort for that. In yep. Mask of Zorro, I, the, the, the Zorro cave and the, the master circles, I mean, already exist. There's already a training regimen in place. I would suggest that the original Zorro is much more complex and fucked up than Zorro 2.0 because the original Zorro is the one who came up with all this shit. Mm. Mm. Zorro 2.0, and that's why Zorro 2.0 is a lot easier to get into in a single movie. He's just a poor kid making his way in the world. Well, then it's Master and Apprentice. I mean, then you have, uh, I'm going to say it, Luke and Yoda. Well, Luke and Obi-Wan. Yeah, that's the better. What fucking ever. I I have to say the training montage, though, reminds me a lot of Yoda. That's fair. Yeah, that is fair. Just being an enormous dick. I mean, to be fair, Obi didn't have the tools to be (laughs) as enormous a dick as he could have been. That's More the true. time. He didn't have the time. That's true. They had to like get out of dodge. I mean, theoretically, you could say that he did try really hard to be a dick with that like little training program with the droid that just kept zapping. Yeah, <laughs> good times. But Yoda had there is no try, only <laughs> they do or do not, and like fuck you, man. <laughs> Yoda had stop being a little bitch. Yoda had look, just carry me around the swamp. Why? Because I said so. Because <laughs> I want to go over there. <laughs> you guys, Listen. you guys, you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we need to talk about the plot of this movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We sh- we probably should. Okay. We've been rambling. So, in the beginning, there was, there was the word. <laughs> there was light. There was light. It was the oh, Zoro yeah. walking onto the screen. Which, yeah. by the way, I saw that in theaters, and that was hot as hell. Oh, there's also the opening uh, text, um, trying to explain the geopolitical uh, situation, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which, which every movie ought to have. Again, uh, bringing it back to Star Wars, they do. What I liked about the opening text is it had the um, uh, fast-paced dancing that got faster as you went, so it sort of timed how much time you had left <laughs> to read it. And I was like, good touch. Well, also, that's the neat psychological trick. Yeah. Uh, you know, it makes the audience want to continue with what, with the act of reading. Mm. Uh, I have in my notes, God, I love a movie that starts with 300-year-old geopolitical politics. <laughs> Fuck um, yeah. Uh, my notes actually start with Santiana Game the Day, Away Santiano. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Um, mm. Al, were you going to say something? Oh, no. I'm making so, hmm, self-agreement. Ah. 
that's fair. You should always agree with me. And uh, so in the beginning, uh, we see a riotous crowd. Don Raphael is about to have his men execute three, we learn to be innocent men. He's like governor of California at this point, but he's about to, that Santiana is marching and he's going to take over and everybody's panicking and he's doing a last hurrah. Specifically to try to get Zorro to come out. I mean, this is like, dude, come on, man. Yes. Uh, It is all a trap for Zorro, which Zorro figures out. Zorro swashbuckles his way in. Uh, A couple of kids are very excited by this whole thing. They keep they uh, keep Zoro from being killed by a person he didn't see. He gifts them with one of his his necklace just to he one gives, of them. Yeah, I was about to say this was clearly written by an only child. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I was like, oh, I would fight over that <laughs> so hard. Oh my god! And if it were given to me, it's like, no, Zoro gave it. To, to me. me. <laughs> he likes me best. Uh, like, I'm not even there, but I was like, oof. Then, uh, Zoro confronts Don Raphael, um, leaves a little Z on his neck to remember him by. Says that's his name. Just conscientious. I guess says his name with a particular accent or says his name at all, like Don Raphael. I don't know. And so that's how he figures out who Zoro uh, is. Uh, look at him with. That's uh, the only man in in uh, California with blue eyes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like you look oddly like Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins, who, by the way, I am not generally attracted to, but when he pops out of his, uh, you know, comes out of his secret lair, uh, leaves the um, uh, uh, through the the port tunnel uh, in his fireplace. He's like wearing very nice uh, uh, billowy shirt with a cravat uh, and his little mustache, and then he does like a little turn, which is very like fluid. And I'm just like, "Oh, hey, Anthony Hopkins." Captain, See, I liked Cat- him best when he was whipping Antonio Banderas, but that's me. Cat, cat, yeah. How much? How much of a bisexual disaster did you have? Oh, this movie. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm gonna make a confession, guys. My confession is as follows. Uh, what's her head? Who plays Elena? Catherine Zeta-Jones. Jones. Catherine, I, I, she, she does not spark the bisexual disaster within me. You're wrong, and you I'm should be sorry. ashamed of yourself. I'm sorry. I, you know, she has a sword, cat. She has a sword. The flamenco dancing's great. She's just never really done it for me. I don't know why. I'm sorry that you're so wrong, <laughs> and we can't be friends anymore. Wow. So I guess I'll watch Shit's Creek by myself. I mean. Then mm-hmm. I could watch it earlier in the day. Yeah, but who will you cry to? I don't know. Find someone. The internet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. anyway. yeah. Uh, so, no. I had weird feelings about Anthony Hopkins, and I felt really weird about it. You should. <laughs> so, Zorro goes back to his home, where his wife, Esperanza, Esperanza. Uh, is waiting with their baby daughter, Elena. And the nurse is also there, who hung flowers by her crib. It's all very sweet and domestic and lovely. And he promises Esperanza that he will never go out and do anything so foolish again, because Santiano is here. Uh, Santa and the, Anna? Santa Anna. I, I say Santiano because of the stupid song. Okay. <laughs> but it is Santa Anna. But... Uh, and he promises that this is the last foolish thing he'll ever do. And Wait, then I done- would, Nope, he does not. I checked. 
He does not make any promises. No. My point. That sly Zorro. <laughs> My point is, is there was an implied promise. <laughs> yeah, and that's why they call him the Fox Pip. Uh, he told his wife. Uh huh. Uh huh. That he wouldn't do foolish things. No, he said, he said it wouldn't be necessary anymore. The point <laughs> is, he made a foolish promise, and five seconds later, Don Raphael and the guards are there, and I literally put in my notes, I thought Santiana was gonna, supposed to gain this day. Why the <laughs> fuck are you here? You uh, fucking dork. You know, and, uh, Don Raphael confronts Don Diego, uh, you know, reveals the cut, on Don Diego that Zoro also had, uh, and he would have seen because it was right on his arm. They fight, swashbuckling his head, uh, and Esperanza jumps in front of a bullet that was meant for Don Diego, and Both she dies. Both men are like, ah! Because-, uh, because Don Rafael was in love with Esperanza as well. Uh, I'm sure that in no way fueled any of this. <laughs> uh, because men are always level-headed about such things. Ugh. Uh, oh, there's a great line, which is that uh, I would never have let anything happen to Esperanza. And then Antonio Banderas said, not Antonio Banderas, I'm sorry, Anthony Hopkins says, she was not yours to protect. And it's like, oh, damn, son, did you have to, like, last minute be like that? And also, he kind of just did let something happen to her, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's uh. that's what he's saying. It's like, you know, yeah, oh, great, you wouldn't have done anything, but I was supposed to protect her. Like, they're having this moment of mourning together, while at the same time, uh, 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 Measuring dicks? Yeah. 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 And I'm like, bros. Bros. So, uh, Don Diego gets arrested. Uh, Don Rafael steals Elena. Yo. And does not let Don Diego, uh, hold him again. Uh, hold Elena. Uh, yeah, hold Elena again. The dickest of all moves. Uh, and thus ends the backstory. <laughs> <laughs> it's a meaty backstory for this movie, to be fair. I mean, you had some cast uh, A stuff going on. And to be fair, you had to do the backstory of Zorro and the backstory of Don Diego. And the kids' backstory. Mm. Because who are the kids? Uh, they are the brothers whose names I already butchered once. <laughs> the Morietta? Alejandro and Joaquin. Yeah. Marietta. Yeah? Yeah. 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 There, they have grown up to be bandits, just like Zoro would have wanted. Um, <laughs> uh, and they've got their third in their bandit party, uh, three-fingered Jack. 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 They do crime. Uh, they are charming while they do it. They're nice to kids. Uh, and then Captain Love and his goons uh, apprehend them and capture three-fingered Jack, kill... Uh, Joaquin and Joaquin gives uh, Alejandro uh, uh, the medallion that Zoro gave him. No, he doesn't. Nope. No, it you're falls right. Off he his doesn't. Neck when he gets beheaded by Captain White Guy Love. Totally, totally cool. Totally sane guy. Yep. yep. Super sane. Yeah. Like the sanest guy around. You look at him and you go, that's a sane man. I bet he has really good taste in wine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. I will say, I will say that I appreciate that there's different levels of villainy in this movie. Mm. Um, so Captain, like, so, uh, uh, Don Raphael has a sort of, uh, 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 
not caring for the little, you know, for the little man, uh, uh, sees things in like this sort of grand way that, uh, erases the actual people. Uh, it's very Machiavellian. Indeed. Um, however, he's also a dude who's just like, you know, very highbrow in terms of like, here I am with my arch nemesis. Uh, but he didn't want, like, he didn't bring women and children into it. Like he, well, ones that he <laughs> assumed were people. Uh, he didn't and go so, out of the way he had to save women and children who were already in danger, but he didn't necessarily add more danger to ones who were. Yeah, like he didn't safe. like that. What like that's not his jam. And then you have Captain Love, who's a sadist, but totally sane and gross, and like to the degree yeah. where you're like, if Don Raphael knew that he had the shit going on that he has, he would be like, oh. Mm. Is, is that a? This is uncomfortable. This is. Is that a head okay. in a jar? <laughs> I'm gonna have to ask you to not hang out with my daughter so much. Uh, you know, the daughter said, of my enemy that I, you know. That uh, to, to be, be fair, fair, he gave she, Elena a great life. She, yeah. The only downside is that he never truly understood her, much the way he never truly understood her mother as and like why she would have picked uh, uh, Don Diego instead of him. Don Rafael had strong Severus Snape vibes. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. strong Severus Snape vibes. Oh yeah. Gross. But then again, there's a difference between Severus Snape and Voldemort. True. And Dumbledore. And Ooh, getting out your early uh, opinions there. Hmm. I've ups- I upset my entire campus by listing Dumbledore as a villain. <laughs> they'd be like, why? And I'd be like, let me tell you a thing. I mean, then maybe they deserve to be upset. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it started other fights on campus. Um, <gasps> fucking listen, amazing. My student workers knew what was up. Um, <laughs> so. Buttons. <laughs> so. Oh, and also, Joaquin is dead. Three Finger Jack uh, has been captured. Uh, Alejandro is left alone. Uh, an orphan at this point. Oh yeah, his parents are dead. Um, well, they were, or- he was already an orphan. Yeah, he's been well, an orphan I know, for a while. But now he has like no family. Yep, left alone in this world. Grabbed the medallion from his. Uh, not even, I don't think his brother's corpse. I believe that was taken away. So off the ground, still covered in his brother's blood. And, and he's about to pawn it off for booze. Well, before that, oh, wait, there was the Schindler yeah. move. <laughs> before that, Don. Raphael has returned to California after being away all this time. 20 years! 20 years! Um, and he thinks that he has found Don Diego in prison and had him killed, but Don Diego instead escaped from prison. Uh, well, the second he sees that, uh, uh, Don Pedro, I'm sorry, Don Raphael is back, he's like, well, shit, I guess I can't just sit here anymore and be miserable about my life. Now I have a purpose. Now, well, which again speaks to the part where he's much more complicated and fucked up than Alejandro. Mm. Alejandro's very straightforward. His brother got fucking killed by that dude right there. Boom. And now he's drinking. Whereas, like, I don't think he would have spent 20 years in a prison that he could have easily escaped from. Mm. Uh, mm. just because he was feeling like sad. Yeah, or like he deserved punishment or some weird fucking shit. It's a complicated dude. Yeah. And then during Don Raphael's big welcome back party, uh, Don Diego's gonna kill him in Paul Black. 
oh, but then Elena's there and he's like, oh, wait, let me back off. <laughs> let me be smart about this. Let me For not what? traumatize my child who doesn't know that she's my child. And then he finds Alejandro in the bar as he's about to pawn off the medallion. Uh, cause he recognizes the medallion. Uh, yo, he gave that away on the worst day of his life. Oh, yeah. Huh. And quickly, he shows Alejandro that he, that he is his weak sauce. Yeah, cause Alejandro sees Captain Love. He's like, I'm gonna kick that guy's ass. And <laughs> Don Diego's all like, you couldn't kick anybody's ass. You could kick your own ass, maybe. <laughs> and Don but Diego's you lose like, on the way down. <laughs> true. And Don Diego's like, I recognize something in you. Revenge. Let's do this thing. <laughs> and, I don't know, just skip right to the training montage from there. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there's a little bit of back and forth, but no, it's it's mostly just, there are the, here are the training circles. The master's wheel. Uh, the doing pushmobiles. <laughs> doing push-ups uh, over lit candles while Anthony Hopkins has his feet rested there. <laughs> totally uh, didn't do anything for me as a child. What? <laughs> it wasn't formative. Um, mm. while he whips while he hits him with a uh, crop yeah no mm-hmm. there is something going on in that whole thing yep so bim bam boom <laughs> uh, Brendan's like quick let's not hear more about yep. this wait 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 wait, uh, wait, wait. Scruffy versus uh, Alejandro uh, Scruffy uh, Alejandro uh you know, full gone uh, when we like first meet him as an adult reminded me of you. <laughs> <laughs> you want to ask that question again, Alex? No. Though <laughs> <laughs> so I will take it as a compliment. Congratulations. <laughs> At a certain point, when when he's scruffy enough and. Th- thematically low uh you look <laughs> kind of like antonio banderas good job <laughs> i will take that as a compliment you're welcome and he will sure. repeat that until it's true what's hilarious <laughs> is the character's name is alejandro and your name is alexander now here's it where bets. you laugh alex because it's I'll hilarious it <laughs> as a compliment <laughs> Clearly, Al, you need to meet your Anthony Hopkins. I, I, I literally oh, no. have... No, no. That's not where <laughs> I wanted to go for this. I have in my notes, Antonio Banderas all hairy looks... Uh, like, all, Antonio Banderas is all hairy like that looks kind of like Al. I literally have that in my notes. It is literally right there. Right above Anthony Hopkins says, get wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> so... We we do most of the training montage, and it's it's a quick training montage because, you know, that's the point. Quick and attractive. That's all it needs to be. And we get to the point where Zoro, or I guess pre-Zoro uh, Alejandro, is ready for his first swashbuckling heist because dude needs a horse. I'm not sure he got permission from... No. <laughs> Oh, from he sir. definitely did not. Oh, from I'm sorry, from Sir? Could you repeat that, from, Claire? From Sir. He calls him Sir. Yeah, he does. Oh, man. Uh, and, and, and there's a lot of swashbuckling adventures. He, We get to see that he's a little bit clumsy still, but... He goes too big. Yeah, but he, 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 he rises to the occasion. And it's also important because it establishes uh, 
uh, the romantic connection between him and Elena, like right off the bat. <laughs> Girl likes her superheroes. I have in my notes, Elena, no. <laughs> <laughs> Elena's going, Elena, yes. Elena <laughs> has a type, it seems. Uh, Elena, very much like her mother. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I, I also have in my notes for when he tries to ride the horse and it's bucking all over the place. Mm-hmm. One, I have the horse says get wrecked. Um, <laughs> and then I have press L to soothe in all caps because I played a lot of Zelda and that was my immediate thought. I was like, dude, make sure you have your stamina. Start pressing L, just slam it. <laughs> you know, I, I know it's not time for, for story suggestions yet, but I think a really funny scene that should have been inputted uh, right after uh, this first heist, you know, we had in- we had Antonio Banderas having all this uh problems with taming this horse they should have just had uh anthony hopkins zorro uh don diego just instantly like form like a smooth as hell connection with this new horse it's like hey you're a good horse and then just like it it's like practically doing like uh, what are those fancy trained horses the lipizaner yeah just, the uh, high-stepping stuff just, just yeah, starts doing discharge yeah yeah. <laughs> However, I will say, actually, I appreciate that they didn't do that because both of these guys have slightly different skill sets. So, for instance, uh, again, old man Zoro did what he could in the time he had allotted with somebody who wasn't as weirdly driven as himself. So he does not teach him the way of the whip. <laughs> well, no, he, sticks- he must have because in the end, uh, he- Zoro does use a whip. Does he? he like yeah, that's he not like his, his way, big thing. He whips, him, he, he whips his way away from danger. Uh, yeah, it's still not his big thing. And much, it's but not. but I will say, but I will say, I I like the idea that um you know uh, uh maybe Alejandro here has a has a way with horses. He was a bandit, man. Like a horse if, bandit. If you're if you're saying he wasn't a horse thief at some point in his career, you fools. So um I oh uh, I, I'll make you guys sad for a brief moment. No. Oh, no. One thing I noticed uh, in the backstory, when the house gets lit on fire, right at the first like little explosion of fire, you hear a horse scream. <gasps> no! <Thunder! gasps> no! Tornado, yeah. Tornado, that's what his name was, yes. <laughs> oh, no. Brendan, if I you rewatch it. Brendan, I could have lived my entire life happy not knowing that. Oh, mm-hmm. no. God damn it. <laughs> Oh. My life is complete now. Good night, everybody. <laughs> oh, God, you're the worst. Yep, so, I am. <laughs> so he fails at at first at horse th- uh, thieving, uh, takes sanctuary in a church uh, where the priest is very keen uh, to help out Zoro, uh, is not questioning how very young Zoro looks uh, and how he's not in the full Zoro getup. And how he no longer has blue eyes. <laughs> <laughs> true, very true. Shit like that, you know. Little things. But he hides him in the confession. Uh, Confessional? Yeah. Uh, where Elena also is. She's not questioning all the noise that's been going on. <laughs> or the weight, apparently. And she what? confesses all of her sins. All of them. She had lustful thoughts. About a bandit. Ooh. And Alejandro's is like, oh, you don't say. <laughs> tell mm. tell mm. me more. There's nothing wrong with this. She's like, I'm afraid my heart is too wild. No, no, mm. no. 
And and she's not like trying to dig her for more information. And to the point where I was like, like, are you having impure thoughts about this man? <laughs> <laughs> and then Captain Love comes in, wrecks the place. Proves again that he is the kind of villain that like wrecks up a church and will shoot in a confessional booth. I, I like the exchange. Uh, this is a house of God. Don't worry, Padre. We'll be gone by the time he comes back. Oh. <laughs> uh, he he ominously says that he'll deal with the priest later. Mrs. The- Zorro. Zorro was long gone by then. But also, does the priest show up in the, uh, in the prison mine. camp in the end? Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. We see him working. Uh, we see him working in the first appearance of the prison camp, actually, uh, when uh, mm. Alejandro's looking around and seeing all these familiar faces. It, it would have been nice if he's shown up at the very, very end again, but anyway. All around me are familiar <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, we, we should uh, we should speed along to the end here, because we've been talking about Mask of Zorro for a while it's now. A, it's actually a really good movie. Um, yeah. Then uh, he gets back to the fox cave with the horse, uh, who still gives absolutely zero fucks about anything. The horse is the best character in this whole movie. They always are. It's true. Uh, Don Diego is displeased at first, but he figures out, give the boy another chance with espionage. They're going to a party where we get down to see Antonio Banderas all dressed up like a dandy. So we get the full range of Antonio Banderas in this movie. (laughs) Also, we get to hear him, uh, do a, uh, when he gives, yeah, a Castilian accent, uh, which is how you know he is pretending. I mean, he, he also is, I believe he's also does. He's like from Spain, Spain. So technically yeah, yeah, that is. is his accent. However, uh, <laughs> in this film, he's supposed to be from Mexico. So it is amusing that he's wandering around doing what is considered by uh, our Southern friends as a stupid fucking accent. <laughs> and uh, he flirts with Elena to no end, not being unaware at this point that he that she is his uh, mentor's daughter. And uh, he's just having a great time. And weirdly, weirdly, De La Vega is weirdly okay with this. Like, yeah, he's smiling. Like, yeah, yeah, you flamenco, my daughter. And I think he was kind of annoyed by by the was it the flamenco or a tango? Flamenco. It was a tango. No, it was a tango. But the uh, subtitle said it was flamenco music. All right. Basically, both her dads were not pleased by that particular thing. <laughs> I know, but no, no, De La Vega, he was smiling. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, his big thing was that, remember, he's very focused on his thing. He was upset that the people were going to leave the table without... Oh, yeah. yeah. And then he was pleased that he found a way to distract everybody uh, by fucking his daughter in public. <laughs> you know, like you do. But again, he is very single-minded. He's he's got to get the job done. Yeah, and at this point, uh, we get the villain's evil plan revealed, which is selling essentially gold-plated iron bars, more or less. Uh, no, it's, mm-hmm. it's straight uh, up it's gold. Actual gold. It's, it's straight, straight up gold. What's all happened? Gold. Is it? No, I thought it was. No. I thought mm-hmm. it was Mm-mm. artificially inflated to make it look more than it was. No, no it's gold, but they forged the seal of. They forged uh, the seal. Spain. Uh, okay. Because remember, California has gold. California has That's a fair. shitload of gold. It was, in fact, rather famous for it. <laughs> <laughs> but they are going to use uh, gold from California to buy California. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from Santiana. Uh, Santiana, 
Santa, Santa Anna. You know what? He has so many names. Uh, <laughs> but they're going to buy this from Santa Anna, uh, using Santa Anna's own money, basically. Uh, and if Santa Anna finds out, he will not be happy. Be a little bit pissed. Tiny bit peeved. Well, particularly since apparently he's fighting some kind of war that needs a lot of money. And if he owned some kind of land that happened to have a lot of fucking money on it, that would be useful right now. Yeah. Hmm. 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 Listen, all I know is that Santa Anna gains today. <laughs> oh, wait, it's uh, Santiana. So, uh, there are those shenanigans. Uh, Alejandro also gets invited to go see the mine, where he is very displeased by everything he's seen, uh, but cannot act on it. It's just where, it's where he starts being proper Zaro. Yeah. Yeah, he's not in it for his own revenge. He's in it for the, the people. people. <laughs> Though he is. Which is who Zoro fights for. Though he, he does have a moment of like, I should be concerned about the people, but also I still really want revenge. Uh, but you know that he is for the people because when Captain Love pulls his dick move, um, which, wherein he invites. Sorry, pulls his dick? What? You know what? I, that's enough from you. Uh, <laughs> he, he invites Alejandro who he does not know is Alejandro Moretta. Oh, he is. Moretta. He's a hunch. He, he, suspects. He, he, he suspects, but he does not know. Uh, invites him up to his hacienda, uh, <laughs> to have, have a talk alone. Um, yeah, where he, uh, takes out a water jar with the hand of Three Finger Jack, uh, whom he just killed in front of everyone. Uh, cause Three, Three Finger Jack read them the riot act and then tried to kill them. And uh, then also pulls out a pitcher with a water and the head of Joaquin. Who, as you may recall, is Alejandro's brother and has yes. been clearly pickling there for months. Yeah. Gross. But, but I'm pretty sure it has to be booze because, I mean, you can't just stick that kind yeah. of in water. I mean. Yeah. Um, I think it was wine. It, or one of them was wine. One of them was water. <laughs> the point is, it is creepy and gross. And you can tell that Alejandro is now in it for the people because he didn't try to kill Captain Love right there. But instead, but he could have. He, he could have. He could have. Oh, instantly. But he didn't because of the larger uh, mm-hmm. thing. Uh, and he even drinks some of whatever liquid it was uh, out of the jar with his brother's head. Yeah. Uh, and is very upset, but doesn't let it get in the way of the larger goal. Which is, again, what he was taught. Which is that you can't let anger be in control of you. You have to focus, etc. and so forth. Which is a very important part of his fighting style, actually, I figured out. Because you can't let anger be in control. So what he does is he uh, provokes anger in his opponents, so they start making mistakes. Mm. Ooh. You, you rewatch it, you'll learn. Yeah, and, uh, and also, uh, <laughs> though he does, he also gets the advice from, uh, from um, Diego. Which which pretty much amounts to conceal, don't feel. <laughs> <laughs> because they are very healthy superheroes. Yes, they are. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so he's now known, okay, I gotta do it for the people, not for revenge. Which is why it hurts so much that he learns that Diego's doing this all for revenge. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I trusted you. We all trusted you. Well, I mean- Well, to be fair- Diego did spend 20 years in the hole. So, like, you know, he's retired. 
That, Let him I, have this. I believe that was his argument, yeah. <laughs> it's why I trained you. <laughs> but also, like, I, I think I, I like that it's not exactly hidden that uh, uh, old man Zaro is essentially, you know, uh, training, not his necessarily his replacement, but another weapon in his own personal arsenal. Mm, oof, yeah. Also, uh, every time you say old man Zaro, I think, man, I really need to watch Logan. Same. <laughs> oh, yeah. I watched it. It's sad. Oh, great. Yeah, I think that's why I haven't watched it yet. So Alejandro's finally given the mask of Zorro. Title drop. <laughs> Let me just pick that pick that back up. Sorry. So sorry I dropped that. And he goes and infiltrates uh, Don Rafael's house to get the plans for the mines so that they can more effectively uh, save everyone uh, because uh, the caverns, the, oh, no, the that- carriages were covered. Uh, yeah, the, the map, since they don't know where the fuck yeah. my hand is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this also poses, poses a, a significant threat to uh, their deal with Santa Ana, because, you know, <laughs> you tell Santa Ana, hey, dude, you got gold in the Dar Hills. <laughs> uh, and that's what they're paying you with. Everybody dies, except for Zoro. So uh, Zoro leads the attack, uh, the attack, the infiltration. He has a sword fight with Cassandra Jones. Cat is wrong. It's uh, an amazing sword fight between two very hot people. It, it was, is, yep. I, it was saying, great. I'm not saying it's not an amazing sword fight. Not least because they literally roll in the hay. I have that in my notes. <laughs> I mean, that is clearly what is all an innuendo for. It's oh, so it's all great. The entire scene is an innuendo. <laughs> but I yeah. may scream. I understand. <laughs> Sometimes I have that effect. <laughs> and my immediate thought was all like, sometimes weak. Ah. Uh, and then her father, he, he leaves after feeding her in the sword fight. And her father comes in. And he's like, what happened? And she was all like, he was young and vigorous. I'm like, Elena, that is your <laughs> father. He was very vigorous. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and so he's got the map. He got to uh, kick a little ass. Uh, I believe that's also when they burned the Z into the hill, because uh, it was it was before then. But yeah, uh, it was in this larger scene. sequence. It was a yeah, distraction. Uh, I have in my notes he's a flippy little bastard with a great outfit, and I love it. Um, <laughs> and then oh, this is when the betrayal of when Don Di- that Don Diego is just doing it for, for revenge happens, because Don Diego is going to confront Don Rafael about Elena. Uh, and Alejandro's gonna s- go save the mine. By himself. Don Diego gets captured. By himself. Don Diego gets captured instead, uh, but not before revealing the truth to Elena, uh, who started to piece things together anyway. It was helpful because she they ran into her nanny in town. It's like, uh, and convenient. She, and she looked a lot like her mom, so her nanny was all like, hey! You're, you're the daughter of Don de la Vega and Esperanza. It's like, well, that's my mother's name, yes, but I was born in Spain. <gasps> not mine. My- Daddy. <laughs> like, and then when uh, Diego oh, confronts uh, Don Rafael, oh, he's like, hey, do not listen to it. Um, De La Vega is just that's, that's crazy because it's lost his, do- he da- his daughter. It's like, she's like, wait, I know that name. <laughs> Diego De La Vega? It's like, shit. Uh, and thus leading Elena to rescue uh, Diego. And then they both go to the mine and everybody saves the day. I, Zorro. Mm. I would like to point out the prior, the various priorities. I mean, D- 
Diego and uh, Alejandro are not in it for revenge anymore, though that does not stop them from each killing uh, the people they want revenge against. Convenient. Very convenient. While Elena uh, goes and rescues <laughs> all the people who have been Good job, shut, shut up into uh, cages uh, and they're going to blow up the mine to keep it from being used as evidence to Santiano. And they're, Santa Ana. And they're getting rid of all the evidence. All the evidence. And this is how you know that Don Rafael is a truly bad man, because he was not going to stop that. So, needless to say, the good guys win. Uh, I just want to try and cut this. Oh, Don Diego dies, and then uh, Alejandro and Elena get married and have a baby. The end. The end. <laughs> yeah, we, we talked for way too long. There's an ending song. <laughs> Elena lost two deaths in one day. That's that, that. That's on. No, nah, I was going to say that's on Elena. No, it's not. It's not She's had a rough couple of days there, but you know, learning your adoptive dad is kind of an evil prick. Yeah. At the end of the day, she got to make out with Antonio Banderas. So win. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, yeah, that, that was that was the story. Uh, it's a really good movie. I like to point out. Uh, that The Mask of Zorro is uh, listed as being two hours and 17 minutes long. Does not feel it. It does not feel it, especially when you remember <laughs> Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. The interminable <laughs> length of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> Woof. Like, I was trying to think of if I wanted to shorten The Mask of Zorro, like, probably I could get rid of, like, one of the horse sequences. But I didn't need to. Oh, well, speaking of... It's time for some story changes, y'all. All right, go what for it. What would we do? Pip. Oh, am I going first? I don't know. You, you just mentioned cutting a scene. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I, I mentioned it because I, I don't really feel the need to. You know, because two hours and 17 minutes is kind of long. I think what kept it from feeling long was that, you know, the fight scenes were really great and everybody was super pretty and I like that. Well, uh, I can I can do a suggestion of a change here if you want to... Uh, to vamp for more time. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, I still have something I could say. Oh, oh, well then go for it. Because uh, it's been a very long time since I explicitly said this should be queer. Because <laughs> lately what I've been doing is like, oh, by the way, it should be queer and then moving on. Um, but there is nothing to say that the new Zorro cannot be a woman. Let me let me bounce off of that. Uh, Elena, I think, has the uh, background and weirdness and, let's say, depth to be the new Zorro. Here's the thing. I, I see that. I do. But I really want a, a hot girl bandit to make out with Cass and Zeta Jones. Okay, I see. I see your point. Yeah. You know, you guys just recreated Ant-Man and the Wasp. Listen, listen. <laughs> But again, Paul Rudd is not Catherine Zeta-Jones. It's true. Nor is he Antonio Banderas at the height of his powers. Oh, God. Antonio Banderas had a... a, mm. I should rewatch Desperado. Yeah, you should. Holy shit. Oh, with Selma Hayek? There we go. The the, the boot spurs that no one's wearing in any scene. (laughs) Anyway, that's not the point. Uh, the point is, absolutely nothing stopping it from being uh, the Marietta siblings or the Marietta sisters. 
True. Uh, and in fact, maybe people don't suspect them of being bandits because how could such sweet girls uh, be true. thieves? And that's part of what makes Captain Love uh, mon- even more monstrous than he already is, is that even when they're not actually doing anything at the time, uh, he coldly and cruelly kills them. Or one of them. It makes the infiltration at the ball a bit harder because of all the underlying sexism that was involved there. Well, you, who's to say who cross-eyed and can't uh, be involved? A very good point. Oh my god. Oh, and then oh, and then it gets very they, confused. Oh my god, and then like they're like, oh, of course, a typical effeminate Spaniard. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. Little do they know. Uh, and Elena's attracted to both, and she's. This is a very confusing time for her. Uh, at that point, I might cut down on the weird BDSM that is the training montage. Uh, or, but maybe not by much. Coward. Or double down. I mean, I'm just saying I might switch up the push-up scene because that one I feel would could get a bit weird and fire hazardy. Fair enough. Um. Pull-ups. It's pull-ups instead. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, pretty people. <laughs> it's It can't be as mean. Still a bit mean, but not as mean, because at that point, it's not just a menti thing. It's also, uh, she reminds him of his daughter and his uh, former wife, his dead wife, <laughs> um, former, she, uh, um, formerly living. So that changes that dynamic a bit, though not too much, which just shows to show how much he's changed. And uh, Captain Love does not think he can be beaten by a woman, which is, you know, part of why it's so great when he dies. And yeah, no, no, Zoro's just a girl now, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I got a, I have a simple one. Maybe she's played by Selma Hayek. Hot. Go on. Yeah. So I have a simple one. Uh. So, I know Three Finger Jack is a lovable character. We don't need him. I think it's just uh, the Marietta brothers on their own. We can change out the original like heist they do with uh, Three Finger Jack there just to make that work a little bit more logically. You can do any number of heist plans, whatever. And the reason why I say just get rid of Three Finger Jack is that we don't see his brother get beheaded by uh captain uh love mm-hmm. he gets shot he shoots himself yeah well we don't even see that uh he he kind of throws the medallion to his brother and is about to shoot himself we cut to off screen and we think that he you know is shot and dead and all that but that's when we get to the mine scene later when alejandro is in disguise and it's actually his brother that is about to try and kill uh, the rich assholes. It's like that reveal of like, oh, his brother is alive. And it's that kind of, I just want to amp up that inner conflict moment that he has there where it's like he could do something right now to save his brother's life and potentially risk everything and actually most likely fail and ruin everything. And then the bad guys will win. Or watch his brother die right in front of him again. Uh, so that that's my thinking there. Uh, I feel like that's a harder emotional sell on the audience. Yeah. Because at that point, I worry that Zora would weirdly lose audience sympathy. 
It's like letting if the he, dog die. Yeah, and if he yeah, if he lets his mm, brother die, uh, the, even if it's not the if even if it's not the best choice for the greater good. I mean, with free Franker Jacks, he was was convenient in the that uh, the audience did not have a, a much a emotional connection with him, so we can so we're allowed to think that he because uh, he 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 serves as a, a nice fair narrative thread. We can see him get it's shot in the air. We don't know if he, he's alive or dead. The audience can move on and go. But when he, he shows back up, we can go, oh, hey, it's him. Um, and uh, Alejandro recognizes him. Um, but uh, like he's not he's not as emotion. Like, we are not as emotionally committed. He's not as emotionally committed. And so oh, when he, he dies, he's in the air. Or, uh, we won't be. It won't feel as much of a uh, dick move by the uh, writers. There, there, it creates stakes, but not as high of. It's it, they're acceptable. Uh, mm. I just think that we could we can make it leaner, and I think I think you you can film it with the language of filmmaking, such that he is he is really wanting to do something, but like we can convey. That he can't do anything. No, like it's a, it's a lose lose. Joaquin is his entire motivation, from like when he started training until he got to the till he got to the mine. We as the audience would not be able to believe that that he could keep his cool. He was just. That's why he's now Zorro. But he was not yet Zorro. But this is like the turning point, is all I'm saying. It's a hard sell. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll I'll concede the point then. So many. Hey guys. Hi, Cat. Mm-hmm. How y'all doing? We're doing fine. We had a disagreement in storytelling, <laughs> and now we don't know what to do. I mean, let me uh, let me bring y'all back. Let me bring you a little story of story changes. Let me let me. Bring you all together into one thing you could definitely all agree about, which is not my idea. <laughs> I would like to not have the gold plot at all. Fair. Yeah, fuck that whole thing. I don't want. I, I don't want the gold. I don't want the uh uh sent uh, uh, the the conspiracy. I don't want El Dorado. I don't want any of it. Grosses yeah, me out. called El Dorado. Yeah. What would you him- have instead? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. In a lot of ways, I do want to go towards what Brendan was talking about, which was more, uh, maybe more character based. So, you know, I'd like Don, the old man Zero, <laughs> to, to still be in fucking jail. You know what? Maybe he didn't get out because he, like, maybe he could have, but then he was being such a brat about it that now he, uh, isn't, like, uh, now he can't. He's like, I'm going to escape now. And then he's like, oh, mm, whoops, my bad. And then we have a whole story where Alejandro gets uh, some gumption. And he's like, I'm going to seek out. I'm going to find Zaro for reasons. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. So that's more, it's less of a uh, uh, a master apprentice situation. There's um, less of the overt villainy. It's really about the depth of people. Can I be real with y'all for a second? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, one, 
that was nothing. Uh, oh, oh. Excuse you, I just excised an hour of the film. There's not enough movie left to make a story. I'm just saying you did nothing to replace it. But wasn't that the but, point? Uh, I was just going to say that I think when we suggested this movie, I think we were all expecting it to be worse than we remembered. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a really great movie, guys. It turned out to be a really great movie. And then we were all fucked. So, opposite of Choo Choo Bang Bang? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Much. Here's the thing. Also, it's, it's a classic superhero movie. It's got a lot of really classic tropes. Um, they, everything in it is in fact supported. And it's an action adventure, which I was, I was just talking to, um, uh, so I was talking to someone recently about, about action adventure, um, as a genre. And what we realized is that, uh, it's a genre modifier, not necessarily a genre in and of itself. If any movie was going to be an action adventure genre film, I feel like The Mask of Zorro is really it. I mean, there's sword fights and literally action adventure. Yeah. But at the same time, it's also a historical, it's a superhero movie. It's all sorts of other things. It's just, it's funny. It's a comedy. Um. I, I kind of feel like the action adventure isn't really a ma- around anymore because now it's all just Marvel. It's true. I looked up action adventure on IMDb because I wanted to make this argument. And literally the f- top 20 films are all fucking superhero movies. Yeah. And they're, a- and Dunkirk was one of them. I'm like, Dunkirk? Really? That's a war film. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. And King Kong. And I'm like, also no. Depends on which King uh- Kong. Yeah, maybe 1933. Oh, no. Wait, uh, can we name and like a just straight up, up action adventure or film without the caveat of being, being you know, Marvel superhero after Jumanji? After the Jumanji's 90s. a fantasy. Uh, depends on which Jumanji. Uh, but like after the 90s. Dora the Explorer. <laughs> yes. True. <laughs> And you know what? Looking at the ads for um, Jungle Cruise, I think that's going to be an action adventure movie too. Oh, oh yeah, Pirates of the but Caribbean. But it's historical. Historical. What's the Hunger Games? Science fiction. Yeah. Uh, dystopian yeah. science fiction. Yeah, you're right. Dystopian post-apocalyptic science fiction. Oof. Hmm. Listen, I was just thinking of all the arrows. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so continuing on, Cat. Uh, so this movie works really fucking well, and it works in the genre that I think is not well represented these days. Hmm. Because it's all just Marvel. It is. Which is too bad, because clearly there's a thirst for it. Yeah. Was The Legend of Zorro a bad movie? Yes. Is that what ruined this for us? Yes. What is The Legend of Zorro? The sequel. No, there was a sequel? Yeah, like 2005. What? There's a kid... Oh, fuck. Right. right. So, yeah, you done? <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Really, I was just, I, I had nothing. I had so much of nothing. Because this is a better movie than any of us expected. Yeah. We expected the suck fairy to come. We did. Yeah. That's very true. You know what? Wait, let me pivot very quickly. I'm going to pivot to um, what I would take from this, which is, honestly, I want to take this script and take it apart because... Uh, I think it's very... Uh, I don't think that there's a secret sauce to it. I think it has the kind of... Um, Fundamentals? 
fundamentals and logic to it that I could easily learn from. Mm. Mm. And that might be because the guys who uh, either wrote it or were script doctors on it are, again, those fabulous dudes who did some of the really early screenwriting advice on the internet. Oh, they're the ones who did the uh, description of The Task. Remember The Task? Are they? Mm -hmm. Yes, they are. Huh. They uh, actually, they may actually have some essays about the Mask of Zorro on their site. Nice, look them up. But um, but you can see where the task is here, which is uh, Santana. Uh, Santana. Santa Ana is coming the day after tomorrow. We have to get to the location and stop it. Hmm. Right. Well, yeah. and gee, wouldn't some revenge be good? <laughs> just, just a little revenge. Just a, a little bit. So I'd like to study this. Yeah, I'll say it. If I want to bring back action adventure, I think that there are, you know, and not have it be Marvel, uh, I think that there are worse things to study. Yeah. Because a lot of the action adventure, there's like 40 minutes of just a setup. Whereas here, there's a lot of setup, but uh, Alejandra does, you know, or take breaks to go steal a horse. <laughs> The horse, which is not in and of itself important much. Except that Zoro has a horse. I mean, there's that. It's iconic. And he does, you know, trash an, an entire arm barracks. Yeah, good times. He has a cannon. <laughs> so yeah, may I go? Yeah. God, please. <laughs> uh, so what I'm actually going to do is, uh, I'm going to steal from a game, so just, you know, take it out of the running, uh, the... The character that would be king, I believe that's that's one. On uh, All right. I'm going to have uh, Louise. He's uh, be more active. Which one is Louise? Who's Louise? Uh, the kind of skinny guy who was a uh, kind of advisor, uh, working as advisor to uh... <gasps> Salieri. Yeah, him. Oh shit! That was Salieri. Yeah, it was. Yeah, like, like that's why he looked so fucking familiar. Yeah, like, hey, that's a, a notable actor. He is. Uh, uh... <laughs> Yeah. It would have been, it would have been, what's his head? Uh, who's, who was in the core? Uh, Stanley Tucci. Yeah, it would have been, Sta in a different movie, it would have been Stanley Tucci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but basically, uh, like, I think he was underutilized. Cause, mm. cause we see him, um, like, we see him at the beginning of the film, I'm going, hey, we gotta go. And then he greets, uh, Don Raphael, uh, when he comes back. Like, and this is my, a gift to you, who's showing off a bit, a bit of gold. But one of the scenes that I really think uh, they were planning to, they were planning to use him more, because we see him having a surprised and rather uh, questioning look when uh, Don Raphael reveals his plan to to buy a California with their own gold. Because mm. like he's been running this operation. That's true. He. <gasps> He's been there that entire time. 20 years he's been in charge of the Dons in California. Yeah. And then Don Raphael swoops in, takes all that fucking gold that he's been mining, and it just gives them a, it gives it a fake stamp that I will probably get a car in about oh, two weeks. It's, uh, and uh, Santa Ana tries to give that, uh, uh, give, uh, give that gold to someone else, and they're like, that's a fake stamp. And then that's all that shit's going to blow up. But uh no, he like just walks off like I believe right ahead of uh De La Vega 
is a confrontation and nothing happens with him. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. But like, he, yeah, he just disappeared. Yeah. He just disappeared. I don't think anything happened to him. Yeah. He, he kind of just goes poof. So do the other Dons really. Well, that's because the Dons weren't, were really unnecessary. What I want to see is Don Luis betraying, uh, Don Rafael. Like, for 20 years I have been working here. This is not your gold, it is mine. You know? Yeah, good old fashioned heel face turn. Well, not heel face. Not not a heel face turn, a, uh, a heel heel turn. (laughs) (laughs) But also, it would, I mean, Salieri, Salieri can like, do that shit. Yeah, and and like just a uh, quick uh, quick aside. Who's Salieri? Oh, from uh, Amadeus. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and like maybe he gets hoisted by his own baton, or or maybe he, he tries to do the backstab and love the uh, it's just cold cold Merksum. Who knows? Maybe he's set up as a villain for the next movie. Is he? I have no clue. I never watched. I watched the Legend of Zorro. Who knows? Uh, basically, I wanted more to be done with him because he has been the one doing the operations. He's the one who who started up the mine. Yeah, like, yeah, that mine has been in operation for a while. Well, and when did he make that map? The map is weird, but I will also say though that remember, there's a long period of time that goes in place between the arrival of um, Don Rafael. And the actual, um, you know, the moment when they get to El Dorado. I mean, the, we get the impression that there's been months worth of training here. So that is enough time yeah. to set up a rickety piece of shit. But my, and that much gold. That's like a, well, remember, that's a few times. Remember, they said, they said at the beginning that, you know, at the, at the start, they were just picking it up off the ground. Hmm. But now they, they've resorted to blasting. Yeah. Uh, that's also something that I would like to just like a better establishment of time. Mm, true. I mean, we get we get uh, Don Diego changing his haircut every like. <laughs> Is he wearing all black today? Does he have a little goatee? What's going on? <laughs> Just like we're uh, grooming you in waves, Alejandro. <laughs> you know. Indeed. But that's like just montage. To me, it felt like just a month, like which mm. which isn't enough time to for him to learn or, or to be study the blade. <laughs> For him to become good enough to best people who've been training their whole lives. Yeah. So I want Don Luis is to, you know, have a bigger impact in, in the story and then get dealt with it in a manner that's more than just, eh, have a good night. Bye. And then, yeah, nothing. Legit. So uh, I think it's all yep. of us, right? Yes. All right. Uh, I think we only have time for a very quick game here. I just noticed the time. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Uh, so what was the, uh, the quick game idea for tonight, you guys? Uh, I believe laundry day. All right. So, uh, uh, very quickly, y'all, what, uh, what would these characters be doing on their day off? Laundry day. Okay. Um, I say that, um, on Dundee, yeah, old man Zorro's day off. Diego de la Vega. Uh, yeah. He's still, like, we, actually, we see him doing it. He's like, you know, I got nothing out better to do. I'm going to, uh, practice the whip and carefully whip the, uh, 
flames off of these candles. What we discover, though, is that he doesn't do anything else. Like, he doesn't chill out with it. Like, his one chance at normalcy was uh, his marriage to Esperanza. She's not here anymore. So he's just like, guess I'm just going to study the blade, the whip, pick a new weapon. I'm just going to do that now. Alejandro, I'm just going to do that now. That's just what I do. Do you want to do anything else? No, I do not. <laughs> I bet he was reading the Count of Monte Cristo. <laughs> Ta- quick timeline check. Like, would that have been written yet? Oh, shit. Uh, Count of Monte Cristo, I believe, was the 1700s. 1800s. That's, wait. Hmm. Damn it. I'm going to put it down as a solid maybe. <laughs> well, when when does this movie set? Uh, I didn't write it down. Maybe 1800s. <laughs> 300 years ago. All right. The Count of Monte Cristo. Okay, the Count of Monte Cristo was 1844. When did Spain lose California? Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, okay. The Mexican period is between 1821 to 1848. So, assuming this is near the end of the Mexican period, theoretically, this book could have been the hot new thing that's just come overseas. (laughs) Well, isn't this just appropriate for my life? (laughs) (laughs) See, oh, oh my God, guys, what if he secretly wrote it? No, no. Uh, he was writing. No, Cat. Cat. It's his uh-huh. laundry day. He's writing in Count of Monte a Cristo fanfic. There we go. There we go. <laughs> the, now we know. When the, cat, <gasps> when the Count met the fox. Oh my god, but guys, we already know he does that because he tells stories about himself. He's a self-insert. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do not steal. <laughs> <laughs> Original character. Um, That's me. I'm, I, I just... I'm thinking of Elena's life, just day to day, which is not meeting up bandits. Because <laughs> we see a lot of her life. She goes to the market. Uh, she goes to church. Uh, and, right. you know, I, mostly what I want to see is her normal day to day conversations with her father. Well, with, with, uh, Don Raphael. Cause we don't get a ton of that actual family dynamic. Uh, other than mm. they seem to actually like, like each other. No, she loves her father and he loves her. Yeah. It's just yeah. that in the background, it's very much like the Rapunzel and the evil witch situation. Yeah. Uh, you know, the evil witch, for all that she locked Rapunzel up in a tower, also was the one who taught her how to talk, brushed her hair, cared for her, changed her diapers, uh, you know, shit like that. There's a lot that goes into that relationship, even if it is at its core deeply, deeply problematic. Uh, I am very creeped out by how uh, he pointed out that she has her mother's lips. Yeah. Um, yeah. Though, to, to be fair, uh, the uh, Diego oh, was also, Obi, you look so much like your mother at uh, uh, her. Mm, but he didn't, he didn't call out the lips. True. That was what creeped me out. But yeah, no, just, you know, day to day, you're talking with her father, avoiding Captain Love. That's a full, you know, and avoiding Captain Love. That's a full time job, Hip. <laughs> yeah, you know, and she doesn't get her her political views from him, Obs. So you know, maybe finding out a bit where she gets that from, uh, and you know, her fights with the people around her just verbal fights because clearly she she is opinionated and she does not p- mind people knowing. Uh, and yeah, I just I just want to spend a day with Elena. Yeah. So let's talk about Captain Love's day. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, oh no. no. I think on his days off, he goes to his favorite barber 
and just get that's the uh, full uh, treatment because his hair is glossy. His beard is is a uh, soft. Looks soft. Yeah, looks soft to me. Yeah, I believe he's gay. And get pomaded. Pomaded. <laughs> he, is he a Dapper Dan man? <laughs> he. Thank you for making the joke. I, I, I didn't want to. <laughs> Indeed. And you know, on his way back home, he'll will find a small critter to bring back home to torture. Yep. <laughs> yep. Fair. Yeah. Oh man, He's so creepy. He is. He was really good at being creepy. Oh, yeah. He he did the dead-eyed thing, like the shark eyes. But, like, he also managed to do the balance of, like, no, no, like, you know, he's a little creepy, but, like, functioning, but, like... A functioning sociopath? Yeah. He he comes off as just an asshole. Yeah, and then... At first. But then he does his, uh, and this is my... I, I head in a jar. This is normal. Or that thing where he found it funny. He's like, I shot this man twice when he was flying through the air. It's just funny. Like it is, but also, <laughs> but also don't don't mention it. <laughs> like it, it's weird that you're having like a private moment about it. Ew. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. No. No. That's that's probably the best thing he does on his during his days. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, I wonder how how much time he spends with those heads in jars. He probably has. He does plays. He, he probably has conversations with them. Uh, yeah. Right, that's me. Speaking of uh those heads and jars, I I just want to see what the Marietta brothers did in their days off oh, fair. from being bandits and horse thieves. Like, do they clean up and go into town and just have a good time? I mean, clearly they had a, you know, they they were, you know, family and have friends along the way. How did they meet Jack? Who knows? <laughs> How were they going to spend that money? I don't know. Were they going to be giving it to, like, local poor children? Perhaps. What's a good chunk of it going to be? A boozing and drinking? Woo! Yes. Uh, uh, boozing, uh, boozing and whoring. Yeah. I mean... Boozing and drinking? They're two different activities. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I, I just want to go back to that happy time before his brother became a head in a jar. Aww. Fair. Oh. <laughs> I suppose it's also just my own innate desire to just have more of his brother in the movie. Fair, fair. His brother did seem pretty great. His his brother, at least at the start there, seemed to have more of a Zorro That's true. mindset than Alejandro he did. He had the quippy lines. He had all that. He was great. You know, <laughs> that would be an excellent little nugget to dig into. You know, the wrong brother lived. <laughs> I'm sure Alejandro thinks about that a lot. A lot, yeah. Every goddamn day. Do you swear? <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a movie to watch down the line. We already or did. We already watched Wait, the right, shit. <laughs> it was, again, a better movie than we remembered. We should watch it again. Uh, that was a bisexual disaster movie. True. Huh. Oh, my God. Everyone. All right. So uh, I think that was... The Mask of Zorro, which for a movie from the 90s. Yeah, I was. Y- you go in. I was really <laughs> expecting it to be worse than it was. <laughs> I, I full on expected the Suck Fairy to have visited. But no, the Disaster Fairy, who showed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
As always, if you have an idea or a prompt to submit, head on over to nostorysacred.com slash submission. Follow us on Twitter at NoStorySacred, or send an email through contact at NoStorySacred.com. Your hosts have been Alex MacDonald, Brendan MacDonald, Pippin MacDonald, and Catherine Greiton. Editing for the episode done by Brendan. Transcript done by Ashley DaCosta. Art by Jay Wolf. Show notes and transcript are available at NoStorySacred.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. And please rate, review, and subscribe to No Story Sacred. You can also visit our Patreon page to support the show and get neat rewards at patreon.com slash nostorysacred. See you next time when you talk about the 2012 film, The Cabin in the Woods. Until then, where no story sacred and any story can be changed. I'm Alex. I'm Kat. I'm Brendan. And I'm Pippin. And we're No, no Story Sacred. sacred.